Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Changing the Climate, a show where we talk about the changing world around us and how we can make it better. Brought to you by Climate Change Realty. Alright, hello, hello everybody, and welcome back to another episode. I am very excited and looking forward to greatly the opportunity to talk to Mr. David Friedlander. Hey Ethan, good to be here. Yeah, pleasure to have you, man. And of course, we always love to get the show started with a little bit of background on who you are and how you got to be doing what you're doing at the moment. Uh, David Friedlander. I am a real estate uh, consultant and developer uh, with a heavy focus on applied innovation. So uh, bringing uh, tech thinking and tech uh, methodology and tech processes and design best, best practices and uh, applying that to every phase of the real estate development process from high level climate and economic data down to below uh, the ground structural data and looking at every every step in between and applying uh, big data, uh, the latest bleeding edge technology, design best practices from history and around the world and, and bringing it, uh, yeah, bringing it into uh, the built environment. Uh, so uh, I'm the CEO of a startup called the Change Order Group. Uh, and, uh, that's what I've been, um, I've been pushing, uh, that, <laughs> that boulder, uh, up the hill for, um, almost two years now. Um, so that's the, that's, that's the high level stuff. Cool. Where are you from? Uh, <laughs> I actually did a spreadsheet the other day with, um, with all the places I've lived. Uh, so, um, I got I roughly, thir- well, no, 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 no. I'm not it's going like in all long. 38. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, um, so, so, I mean, regionally, um, I can, uh, so I can, I can kind of boast that I'm, I'm, I'm sort of a local to a lot of places, uh, for 16 years in the Chicago area, uh, mostly South suburbs and then, uh, occasionally North side of Chicago. Uh, I moved to Boulder in 1992 with my father and stepmother and was here from, uh, 92 to 2001. Uh, and, you know, uh, in between that, I, I, I kind of, you know, I, I, I traveled a lot, uh, as, as one, as a young man in Boulder is wont to do. Uh, so I spent like almost a year and a half away, uh, lived on a kibbutz in Israel and, uh, did a lot of, uh, bike touring and, um, traveled to Alaska and blah, 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 blah. So, um, and then, uh, from 2001 to 2020, I lived in New York, mostly in the city, in Manhattan and Brooklyn, uh, occasionally making uh, extended trips to um, the Hudson Valley. Uh, and then I've been here for uh, since like September or something like that. Okay. Uh, and, 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 and I mean, like the, the nature of my work is, uh, is, is around innovation and housing. That's kind of the, the, the thing that I've known for uh, the last few years. I was just doing pure consultancy. Uh, I established myself as, I think, one of the uh, one of the preeminent, if not the preeminent, housing innovation experts. I worked with um, uh, Lowe's Home, Home Improvement Innovation Group. I worked with IKEA's Innovation Group, uh, and uh, and became really a uh, a nodal point in in the um, what's called the prop tech world, um, uh, property technology. Uh, construction technology, MMC, which is modern methods of construction, and then new operating models. And anyway, anyway, people, if if you wanted to know what was going on, people came to <laughs> came to me. I don't think it's a uh, any anyone in the industry. I don't think that would be um, uh, an un- unfair thing to say. Um, right, right on. 
Yeah, well, we're happy to have you on the show, man. Thanks for coming. I'm, I'm just curious yeah. what you're doing, what you're doing back in Boulder. Uh, you're like a, a New York guy, it sounds like these days. Yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> uh, so, I mean, we, we talked about this before. I don't, I, I, I they don't know that. I'm though. here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it, I, it, the, 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 uh, the, the kind of the, the PG version is, um, or PG 13, maybe. Let's go PG 13. Uh, is, yeah. PG 13 is, um, I'm, uh, I'm regrouping here after a gnarly divorce. Um, and, uh, and also having, um, having a bit of a, uh, <laughs> a very public, uh, uh, I mean, I don't know. It, it depends on who you're talking to. Uh, people on the outside would say it was a breakdown. I, I was, I'm talking I, to you. I, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, like, I don't care what people say. I care what you had to say. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like a couple of years ago, I realized that um, that no one was was taking climate as seriously as it needed to, and 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 that was the you know that was the the genesis of the change order group, uh, my 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 current endeavor, which is um, uh, recognizing that no one in the development world, um, and 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 just in the context of what I mean with that is, um, you know, I was in New York. Most of the stuff I was focused on was uh, large multifamily property, so uh, 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 residential and mixed use. Uh, and uh, but I also I, I had my 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 hand on on a lot of beats and and in terms of what was going on nationally in terms of development patterns. Um, I had done a I had done a piece about uh, you know the various housing crises uh, for Dwell Magazine in connection with this uh, exhibition called Making Room uh, that talked about like the, the increasing mismatch between uh, demography and housing stock. And, and what I was finding, like basically housing, so household sizes, the number of people living in a home was getting smaller mm -hmm. and then our homes are getting bigger. <laughs> um, really? And, oh, oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. I mean, we, we, I can tear into the numbers a, a little bit here, but that's but, but, domestically but, in the U S you're talking about generally that, that, that data. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is like, yeah, this is no, this is no mystery. I mean, like in 1950, the average um, new single-family house was about it was less than a thousand square feet housing, like four and a half people. Uh, I just looked it up, and and you know, and um, generally it's around 20. Uh, uh, the median uh, single-family square uh, single-family home is around 2,500 square feet nowadays, and mm -hmm. the household size now is like 2.54. Yeah, yeah, no, I think it was three three point six four before so, something like that. Anyway, numbers. the point is, yeah, well, but I mean, like, these are, these are really big, I mean, these are important numbers, because it's like, all of a sudden, people are taking up, you know, a, a gargantuan amount of space, and it's in, and it, all right, <laughs> I, have to, I have to kind of, like, uh, get, get, get back on, get back on track here. Um, uh, what, 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 was, what was the original question here? Well, um, we, we got, we got oh, a lot oh, of the, oh, the story, right, 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 yeah, right. Yeah, so, yeah. So, the story, right, right. So, 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 people were like, so I, I, I'm, I'm the guy who like tries to figure out the right way of doing things in real estate. Right. Sure. <laughs> and, and, uh, and pays attention to the data. And like, um, you know, a lot of it was, um, and, 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 and one of the more influential things for me starting up the change order group was, um, I, I have a buddy and his name is, uh, Issy Romem and he's, uh, um, he was the outgoing, he runs a, uh, consultancy called Metrosite. Now, uh, he had previously been, uh, the chief economist over at the Zillow group. 
And previous to that, he had done a lot of work at um, uh, BuildZoom. And also he's a, a Turner Fellow at the um, uh, University of California, Berkeley, right? Uh, one of the top housing experts in the world. And he did a real influential article about um, expansive versus expensive cities, right? And essentially, uh, America has got into this pattern where we create affordable housing, not by design, but just by spreading out. <laughs> that's how we do it. We just, we just keep on building out. And he did, you know, he did a really... Um, uh, thorough job of just, you know, uh, covering the landscape of how we got into the situation we're at, which is, you know, uh, for almost anyone, you know, I mean, for very few people would not call it a crisis, right? A housing crisis, an affordability housing crisis, right? And what I found was, you know, we had all this information about the things that exacerbated, um, well, first of all, sprawling uh, single family housing, which is, which, which is America's de facto affordable housing scheme, is, is an abomination for the environment. You know, mm. we're, we're just, we're just, we're, we're using up every last little bit of land, whether it can support life or not. Um, we've, you know, we've completely overdeveloped areas that are really not, um, you know, and, and again, like I'm talking to the climate scientists, I'm talking to the economists and they're saying, no, this is, this is going to make things worse. And what I found was that the, the developers, the people in charge, and let's let's go back to 2019, and you know my my descent uh, out of New York, um, mm -hmm. the people in charge at the very very highest level didn't give a fuck. You know, can, can we like, elaborate? Who, who, these are the people who are buying buildings or developing buildings. Who is the? Because when we say the people, I want to be more more specific. Yeah, Who's yeah, not yeah, giving yeah, a fuck? Because it's yeah, definitely I mean, not me. Are, it's definitely not you. Yeah, it's it's kind of a stew of ca what I would call capital market investors and developers. Um, and there, it is kind of a, a, a hazy line. Uh, mm -hmm. um, and essentially, because real estate has become so commodified, the people who are um, essentially these buildings and, in, 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 um, you know, whether it's a large multifamily tower in New York City or Seattle or something like that, or it's a single family housing track in Tempe or something like that, Tempe, Arizona, or, or Phoenix, you know, or, or Utah, which, you know, has seen almost 19% growth since uh, 2010, right? Um, and, and, and all just like sprawl, sprawl, sprawl. And, and essentially, who's financing that? It, it, they're, they're created not as a housing solution, but as a financial product, right? Absolutely. So, so the, at the high level, they're just looking, how can we make these things into more efficient money-making machines? And, 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 and Of course. That's what and, investors and, and, are thinking about. Well, but I mean, it's, it's interesting that, you, that, that we've become so passe about, about of course, you know, <laughs> and, and, and it hasn't always been this way. And, and, it's, and it's happening such to the detriment of the operation of the building and the, and, and the tenants are, you know, being shuffled around and, and, and so many people are, are being thrown under the bus or left out on the street, um, you know, and, and, and I've done a lot of stuff around um, uh, homeless advocacy, mostly in San Francisco. Um, and, um, and, and, uh, and I realized no one was going to do anything <laughs> like not like, and, 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 and I was hanging out and like, I had a, I had a rich girlfriend at the time, like after, and, 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 um, and I was hanging out in these crowds in like the, the Hills of Connecticut, <laughs> you're, you're an East coaster, you know, I'm an East coaster. And, I'm yeah, also I mean, a huge fan of, of Ray Dalio and, and Bridgewater. I, 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 his <laughs> well, book Princi principles is my favorite book. Yeah, well, we can. We, we that, that's that, that in a minute, but uh, that's that crowd over there in Connecticut. 
Yeah, yeah. Hedge fund billionaires. Well, that's the thing. Like, I didn't realize it's a very, very small world, you know, and it's getting smaller and smaller. And they talk about each other and, you know, and they and they talk about shit. And when and and when I and I didn't realize that when I said things like it mattered, you know, and I and 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 I was like, I was like waving this flag. I was like all these and and, and to this day, this this problem still existing. You know, there's a hundred and one million um, uh, vacant square feet of commercial real estate in New York city right now, you know, is that related to the pandemic or before, before that? This was so before, I mean, the pandemic like was a nail on the coffin, but it was Mm -hmm. this situation. People were leaving New York city in record numbers for the very same reason, you know, for this very same conditions that we can talk about that are bearing down on, on Boulder, you know, and it's, and and it's the investment class and it's, it's generally, you know, older, wealthy, you know, a lot of boomers um, and they just, and, and, and they're just like holding on to the real estate. They're holding on to the money and, and, and the planet is literally on fire. Uh, right. And I agree. Yeah. So before we get, we get too deep into like the intricacies, I just wanted to talk a little bit about how you got like interested in environmentalism to begin with. Sure. Um, yeah. I mean, I was, I, I was, you sent me some great questions and, um, you know, I never consider myself an environmentalist and this is where I can talk, you know, start talking about, um, sure. my father. Uh, so, uh, my father, yeah. So, um, my father's, uh, Dan Friedlander who, you know, a lot of people know in, in Boulder, uh, he passed away in 2012, but was, um, you know, really, uh, prior to his death, uh, established himself as a, you know, force of nature in terms of, climate activism and, uh, you know, and a, a lot of the kind of the, um, the, the blueing of the state, if you will. Uh, um, and, uh, you know, he, b- before he passed away, you know, really established himself as a, as, as a, as a huge community leader. Uh, but, you know, t- to me, of course he was, he was dad, <laughs> you know? Um, and, uh, and, you know, we, he, he came, you know, this is, this is, this is some of the joy of, um, or they, well, I don't know the joy, but whatever it, it, the, the, the benefits of, of the lockdown is like, I, I actually got time to start investigating my past and, um, and, 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 and my family's past. And, uh, I have this term I call the, the banality of greatness and, uh, and, and essentially like, <laughs> like benign, banal, no banal, um, essentially there's, there's an expression, the banality of evil, but, um, for me, it was like, I, I just, I grew up in a pretty awesome, I mean, like in a pretty amazing family, um, you know, a, a little bit crazy, but, um, we all are, but, <laughs> not like the Lander. Um, but, uh, uh, but, um, no, I mean, uh, we're, we're, we're eccentrics, right. But, um, uh, uh, but for, but for almost in, in like with, for reason, um, anyway, so, um, so my, my father was a huge activist all throughout his life. He grew up, he basically grew up into a card carrying communist background. Um, our family was uh, in Hyde Park, Chicago. We were, there was a huge white flight, but, but, you know, we, we stayed put in, uh, I mean, we, my, my, this is my father, his sister spring uh, who would later become like this force of nature in East Bay housing and uh, L, L, uh, uh lgbq uh uh t um uh politics and uh anyway and so he came from this deep deep radical background and and um at one point in time he didn't like me saying this uh when he was alive but 
fucking A is dead. He can't say anything about it now. <laughs> um, he was called the second most dangerous man in America by J. Edgar Hoover. Um, and most of that wasn't necessarily for his communism, but um, uh, he, uh, he, re- he turned it into the SDS, uh, Students for Democratic Society, mm-hmm. uh, was, a, was a leading figure at um, the University of Wisconsin, uh, which is one of the large, you know, and then went on to get his master's of econ at University of Chicago, where him and my aunt like, took over the school and like in the days of Milton Friedman. So um, anyway, long story short, my dad always, um, you know, came from a very uh, European background. And we, we, I just grew up around this notion of, of being um, conservative by nature uh, and, 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 reverent, and, and, and reverent to nature. Uh, my father was, uh, you know, and one of the reasons why we moved to Boulder was to enjoy the outdoors. And my father, you know, was, was a very scientifically uh, minded guy, but, uh, but had, a, had an appreciation for nature that was bordering on religious. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, um, <laughs> you know, my dad, you know, it's funny because, you know, later in life, he built this like fancy house and shit like that. But, um, you know, the, the, the father that I know is the one with like, you know, he used to shop at the thrift store for all his clothes. Um, you know, he rode this shitty ass bike with like the, the cage of the pedal was falling off. And, uh, you know, so that was just that's just it was it was in my blood just to be um, conservative and and to look at how my actions impact uh, everything. Uh, uh, you know, he, he, he would always, um, you know, kind of encourage me to go a step deeper in terms of the impact of my behavior. And, um, anyway, I mean, he was, he was, he was just, he was just dad to me <laughs> yeah. uh, and, 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 and I just, you know, just forged these habits, um, that I kind of just assumed, you know, everyone had, but, uh, but, but apparently, apparently not. Um, so anyway, like, Definitely uh, um, in, 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 in my father's later life and that, you know, like really, I, so I, I, I went back to school later, um, I had, uh, I went to see you for a couple of years and dropped out. And then I, w- I went I moved back to New York. I went back to Columbia and took some classes on climate science. And then between my, you know, between me and my dad and the, um, and my dad was, you know, extremely informed about that. And, and, be, uh, between the two of us, like, and, 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 and this, this, I mean, this contention only stands if you're not, if you're not completely mortified or, uh, by, by, by climate change, you just really don't understand the science. And, 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 and uh, it was something I recall from, from a class at Columbia. It's like, generally speaking, like, um, you know, uh, whether it's uh, the pandemic or, um, or, or various other things, um, you know, the public is always more freaked out than the scientists. But in, mm-hmm. with the climate science, it's, you know, just the opposite, you know, the, for, for, for decades now um the uh, the scientists have been far more alarmed than the public and each year what happens rather than there being a response is uh is we get used to greater and greater uh levels of 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 uh of environmental instability uh and you know yeah well no 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 i'm talking like like we're just getting used to like we're getting used to fires you know we're we're getting used to droughts we're getting used to um climate migrations we don't we don't name them that but like all the stuff at the border no one wants to talk about like oh it's too damn hot and the and the land doesn't support um so uh um so (laughs) my interest you know my interest i mean i i like my father i i i revere uh the, the earth and, um, and the cosmos and, uh, everything that, that, that keeps us afloat. And like, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to be around and, and I have children, you know, I have two boys and, um, I want, uh, and, and I, 
I refuse to to give them all the work, you know, when I, when I know that there's work to be done in my mm-hmm. lifetime, you know, and, and, yeah. and while I'm able-bodied, you know. Cool, man. So, yeah. So let's talk about it. What, what's change order group? Why are you starting the company and what's the goal? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the change order, essentially, uh, I, I think I might've said it before, but, but, you know, like I, I did a report, um, uh, about the future of housing for, uh, the Lowe's corporation a couple of years ago. And, um, and, uh, it allowed me to do like essentially a global survey of innovation, you know, what was good in housing and, and also what were, you know, what were the, the threats? Cause like, you know, large corporate entity needs you know, to understand, uh, the, the things that are, uh, you know, coming, coming at them. Um, and, uh, so I got privy to a lot, there's, there's essentially <laughs> the media, a lot of times will want to say that there's not there are not solutions, right? They're not technical solutions. There are not legislative solutions. They're not economic solutions. And yeah, right. So, um, uh, and, they and can't and see me rolling me- their eyes, but you can. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, Ethan uh, appropriately rolled his eyes and, and I was like, no, here, 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 you know? And, and I think this is one of the, you know, it's one of the beauties of, of, of I've got a mixed, <laughs> like my dad did, he had a, you know, he was a tech guy for his whole life, but he had a very mixed relationship with technology just because of its accelerative effect, um, you know, of, of, of destructive, you know, uh, totally. environmental forces. But, um, but the one thing is nice is that, you know, you can do information sharing and there are people that are, you know, there, there are municipalities, there, there's technology out there that, that we can, like, we can just we can do this right now that, because the 100%. time, the time to, to, to respond is right now. And, you know, and um, you know, one of, you know, I, I, one of my big aha, aha, aha moments was, um, uh, was, was a couple of years ago. And, 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 you know, in my, in my limited little world and which is a, you know, like real estate's a, you know, whatever, $7 trillion, $3 behemoth. trillion. Dollar, yeah. Behemoth. So <laughs> my little world, like there's a lot of, you know, a lot of ripples when, when, when the influencer says something, you know, mm-hmm. um, and uh, all the, but, um, all the generational wealth is flowing through real estate as well. So all the big dogs are tied into real estate as well. It's the big, it's the big mover of the market. And they're backed by these bonds too. And like, that's where it gets really <laughs> controversial. And like, it's, it's really dicey because everything's backed by these commercial bonds that are supposed to be, you know, like the gold standard of security. And all of a sudden the commercial real estate industry has been hollowed out. You know, um, so uh, again, these are like not super popular things to say around capital markets. And then they say like, oh, but we don't, you know, but but we don't, but there's no, you know, there's nothing we can do. Or the only thing we can do is just, um, you know, the only thing we can do to build more affordable housing. This is like a big one is, you know, oh, there's a housing shortage in Boulder County. Let's, let's say there's a housing shortage in Boulder County. Let's build, let's just, capital markets just wants a place to deposit its money. It's called um, dry, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, dry powder or whatever they call it like that. It's like, it's, it's basically uninvested private equity. So, mm-hmm. you know, these are reliable investment products. So they just, you know, they, they want to, they, they want to do those things instead of, instead of doing the right thing. Right. And, and, and to claim that there are not solutions to these things that the government needs to get on top of 10 years ago, yeah, you know, yeah. 10 years ago, the house is on fire and it's been on fire and if you don't know that it's because it's, it hasn't come to your house yet you know mm. so um so there's tons of things that the legislation can do to to increase 
uh, diversity, uh, economic diversity, racial diversity can do climate preparedness. Um, you know, a lot of it's happening in Europe, but, you know, you can, we can look at, um, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to be, uh, you know, I'm, 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 I don't, I don't want to like be totally Eurocentric, like the average Indian, you know, lives at, with like something like a 14th of the, you know, GHG emissions of, of an American, you know, even with their population, they're still spewing out less GHG than, than the American. And that's including, right. that's including all the greenhouse gases they absorb for us by making our shit, you know? Wow. Um, yeah, totally. Like in China, I know that's the case. Um, yeah. And so anyway, it's a wild world, man. Yeah. Um, so, so, so yeah. So, so my, my whole thing was like, no, if you say there are no solutions, it means you are invested in the non-solution and, and like there, and when there are so many people being benefiting from the upside of other people's downsides, that downside is going to keep going, you know? And, and that's what's happening with that's what's happened with COVID is there's been this huge wealth wealth transference and a lot of the trans, you know, and, and a lot of the wealthiest people are going to, to, to really nice places <laughs> to live, you know, yeah. uh, like Boulder. Um. <laughs> yeah. While we continue uh-huh. to suck the resources out of the planet and push the temperature up. But I'm, I'm curious, like what yeah. the oh. mission statement behind your group is and how you guys yeah. are going to achieve it in like a pragmatic yeah. way. So we're yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So we're putting it all together. You know, um, I mean, actually, really what we want to do is is work with developers. And this is a sales call. Uh, <laughs> um, we're looking for progressive developers and investors who want to redirect their capital flow because it's not it's not as hard as people think it is. It really just takes choices um, you know, to, to do something different, uh, in terms of cranking out uh, a different real estate product, pushing on a few levers, um, in terms of, uh, you know, policy change. Cause a lot of time, you know, a lot of the stuff, um, in terms of, so what we're focusing on is putting, you know, the best, the best, like making the best real estate. And the way I like to say it is doing it the right way, every way, every time, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and, and essentially what happens is, you know, like, oh, if you have a, um, if you can only afford $1,500 for a one bedroom, you don't get the good HVAC system. Sorry. You know, like only, um, you know, <laughs> they're, they're, um, the, the, the Colorado, um, uh, climate, uh, what is it? The, the, the new cl- uh, climate or the new, action uh, plan. Code. Oh, it's a joke. I just want to, I want to say that summarily. It's a joke. <laughs> and, yeah. and, okay. And the bill and the building code net zero for, uh, houses 3,000 square feet and up. Are you fucking kidding me? You can leave that fucking in. <laughs> oh, beyond you know, a doubt. I'll, yeah, I'll leave it in, man. It's like, it's like, it's so geared towards, um, it's so geared towards rich people, you know, and, and, uh, um, so wait a minute. Um, uh, so, so what we're saying is like, you don't, we don't need to have these half ass solutions. If yeah. you talk to the change order group, if you have a lot or you're a municipality, um, or you have a building, we can say, Hey, we're going to, we're going to do the right thing, you know, in terms of high level, um, uh, climate data, which is something that's going to be increasingly, um, uh, relevant in terms of, uh, in terms of where we're going to, where we're going to build the West coast is, um, you know, was on fire last summer. Drought conditions are 10, 10 X worse this year, you know, it's coming back, like, man. It, it's coming back and it's coming back harder. You know, uh, well, every uh, year it's a it's a compounding effect. It's a positive feedback loop. Climate change: yep. the more gas yep. you put it's, in, the harder exactly. it gets. The more ten. gas comes out. That's yep. why it's so, so scary. Yeah, and then we're in, and then like we're still overdeveloping, and you know, and whatever, in Frisco, and you know, and all these, and 
So, so people don't, um, so we're, we're like, we're looking at the data, you know, and we're going to, and if there's like a developer or investor intrepid enough to really go, I mean, it's not going against, it's just going against the flow of, of blind, you know, willful ignorance and, yeah. um, and lack of forbearance to, to, to the, to, to the risks of, of, of affordability, which is, which is a, a, a huge social risk. Um, but then also, um, and it's just wrong, uh, and, and, um, understanding the, the, the climate science and, and designing buildings and, and, and really planning, um, around, uh, the, around the actual climate science, not around some hopeful scheme, which is what's happening right now with the, with the climate action plan, which is in, in essence, it's tied to connect with, you know, with, it, it's like sponsored by Excel. It's, and it's yeah, all yeah. about, it's all about replacing the status quo, replacing, um, you know, replacing, uh, combustion engines with EVs, you know, um, and replacing, um, you know, replacing the windows on single family housing, you know, it's like, it's, it's, it, it ain't going to work, but it's better than jack shit, isn't it? Nope. No, it's, it's, no? it's delusional. No, we don't have time for this shit. We I know, but it's yes, but it's better to have a half a step forward than three steps back. Come on, man. We don't have time for that. Well, we, we got, really don't uh, have time Here's for that. what I want to ask you. We, I, know, I understand we don't have time for that. I agree with you. But we've got to negotiate with these people at the table. I, I wanted to ask you, how do you think we can get these big, this, these big money people, the people who, who have lots of wealth, to care about this issue and get their money? Maybe not make, you know, if they're all, I would be. We don't. They created the problem and they just need to be, it just, we just need to put a label on shit and say, <laughs> this, is what, this is what's happening. How, no, but, but how are you going to get anything done with the people who have 99% of the power are against you or are, are, are you looking at their you own get, interests? I get, I, I'm talking are you to call you. For, are you going to call for revolution? <laughs> well, no, I'm talking to one person to do something. Like I believe in the power of the individual and I believe okay. that one developer might, might get it. And like, it might talk to us and, and, and my team, like we have a full, retinue of people. Um, I come from a marketing background, but, um, you know, my, uh, one of my partners, Greg Lindsay comes from a, a policy and, um, you know, policy and innovation thing. He's over, um, he's, he's still the director of um, innovation at, uh, new cities. I've got, I've got a team that we're re- really able to steward a developer through the process. Um, uh, my other colleague, uh, Michael Eisen is, uh, one of the top, um, uh, you know, uh, low, embodied and operational uh, uh, construction experts, also social housing and uh, knows a ton about eco districts. And there's so many things that, that a developer could do, but they have to, they have, first of all, they just have to say, no, I'm not going to build another generic, you know, greenfield development. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to do the thing that might be a little bit inconvenient or, you know, I've got a bunch of ideas. Like, there's, there's, there's some development sites in in in, uh, in Boulder. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, that could that could lend themselves to you know uh, sort of easy wins in terms of demonstrating that real estate doesn't have to be this thing that is a uh, social economic divider and um, and 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 a blight on the environment. You know, um, oh. it, it's it's hap- it's 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 happened. It's happening, and uh, but it's just not happening. It's it's happening almost like really nowhere in the United States. It's, it's embarrassing. Sure. So I'm, I'm asking, I'm with you. I want more action We're we're way behind, but what you just said is like, if you can get to one developer and they, let's say they do everything that you advocate 
you, you thinking that's going to spread like wildfire once they see that it works well is the idea? Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, American real estate has gotten so decoupled. It's become like this investment tool and it's become Beyond decoupled. It's, it's no longer a product anymore. So even the people who have these humongoid homes, it's a business. Like, yeah. But, but they're not, I think it's a very, um, it's a very questionable benefit to have these large homes. And that's the, that's the thing that like, that's my been always been my job. And like, you know, it's what I'm talking about in this minimalism movie it was on Netflix. Um, you know, but I'm, I'm talking about, you know, like our spatial usage, right? So we don't use, we, it's impossible for 2.3 people, you know, which is like the average uh, household size in, in, in Boulder to use the whatever 27, 2800, like new houses now are uh -huh. like, you know, 5,500 square feet for single yeah. because all the, you know, all the international wealth is coming here. So the houses are skewing huge and, and, and it's, a, and, and it might be, you know, like it's really about changing the culture. I think, I think sure. it's vulgar. I think it's vulgar. I think it's vulgar to have a house half the year in a, in a high, you know, um, you know, in a yeah. high access area. And while, uh, while the people who feed you, the shop workers have to travel 20, 25 minutes just to get home. You know, I think it's, I think it's vulgar, you know, uh, and, I, I hear um, you, and, man. and you're not, you're and, not alone. And, well, yeah. The, the, the only thing I'm, I'm I'm a lot more lonely than I than I want to be. You just um, need to talk. You need to talk to more people who are in your wave, man. Go check out the past episodes. Well, no, I've 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 talked to I've talked to and and and, and you know and, and bringing that I'm like I've, I I no I've been talking to um you know when I first got in here and 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 nothing is a better example of like just like oh it's so gross the the um the, the I mean God bless bedrooms are for people but it's so embarrassing to me that they have to be. They have to struggle so hard to 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 get on the ballot. It's it, it's a war on 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 poor people or normal people. You know, sure. Nothing um, in life is easy, man. You got you got to put in work to get change, and that's why I, I like what you're doing and getting people together. But, I think I think the tide <laughs> is changing. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, no, I mean it's like these. We need we need we need more education. We need groundswell, and um and and like I said, we need one really just one developer like to do something different we're going to do something special you know and people are given it, 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 you know there's a there was a great article several years ago and it was like um why even driving through suburbia is a soul-sucking experience um mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh and you know essentially you know i was i'm a i'm a i'm, a, I'm an urbanist and i believe that you know we should design our cities in a way that that you don't have to own a car to uh you know to get to work and to do the things that you need to do um and 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 on the outset you need a bike to do it you know um if, if you want to you know um and uh you know in the article what it was talking about is like when you go to europe and there's you know, there, you know it's like kind of this je ne sais quoi you know of you know, and, and the reason why people you know go into the you know in, in go to paris or to you know or to whatever florence or something like that it's the it's the accretive uh, uh, knowledge of of thousands of years of, of of how people like exist in 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 harmony with nature in harmony with each other, and um, and we're not we're not doing that you know we've completely ignored that um, and what and, is and, that and, what would that look like you talking like cycling to work what else well I mean uh, I mean some of the buzzwords right now are five minute cities uh, or 15 minute cities uh, so essentially you know um, 
you could kind of walk, you know, 15 minutes the distance of the city. And, Bo- you know, Boulder is such a perfect, perfect place to roll this out. And this is why one of the reasons why we moved from suburban Chicago to, to, to Boulder, because my father, you know, appreciated and he, he, he never drove anywhere. He hated driving, you know, mm-hmm. um, even though he, you know, he did live in single family housing. But, he, you know, he told me if, you know, he had his brothers, he would have lived in a small apartment downtown, you know. Right. Um, there were other forces at play. So, um, very cool. <laughs> uh, do you, um, go ahead. Yeah, no, 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 you go ahead. Yeah. I just wanted to hear a little bit about your podcast. What you guys are talking about on there? Um, yeah, so it's, I mean, it's a change order and essentially what we're doing is, um, so I have, I, I have a group and you can go to changeorder.group and we are, I, 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 we're kind of like the A team of, of, of real estate, um, you know, both from oh, a, yeah. a research, a research standpoint, like I, I mentioned, Issy, um, uh, who's uh, running Metro site, Greg Lindsay. Um, I have, uh, uh my partner, um, Thomas Kospau, who's a, a, a an amazing, uh, master planner, architect, uh, uh, transit guy, um, uh, Mike Elias and Derek Borowski, who is essentially the head of design at uh, WeWork, uh, um, like really went through their evolution. Uh, and my my boy, um, Matt Hoffman, who uh, he's in D.C. So we have a distributed team. And the through line with with um, and Michelle, uh, uh, Michelle Knapp, who's uh, doing a huge uh, passive house uh, retrofit system. So. The through line with with my group is that we have we've gone as far as one can get in a uh, in this kind of uh, new skewed reality where re- real estate is purely a financial vehicle, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, yeah. So uh, wait, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, give me give me the question again. <laughs> po- what are you guys talking about on your podcast? Oh, on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. So so. Um, so we're, we, we, we're just starting with this right now, but, 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 um, the big thing is like, again, you know, when you shook your head, it's like, we don't have solutions. There, there's really, there's not a, um, uh, there's not enough, there's not a talk talk about this, this is the solution. So Mm -hmm. one of the, you know, one of the content form formats we're doing right now, just the, the slowness of real estate, um, uh, uh, like things don't happen quickly in real estate, you know? Sure. I can attest um, so to that if, for sure. But building yeah, a business yeah. from scratch. Yeah. And building a building is just like, you know, it took me 10 years. Um, and, and, you know, and, and you asked about how I, so I got into sustainability by birth, but mm-hmm. I got into real estate like in 2011 through um, the startup called Life Edited. And we were uh, trying to do micro housing development. And it was like the intersection of lifestyle and real estate. Um, and, you know, you know, like a minimalist lifestyle, you can't live in smaller places, just kind of like buying everything you want, you know, and nor would you want to. So we were, you know, that, that, that was, um, that was, uh, that's how I got, and, 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 and like my dad got into tech in 1971, I got into real estate because I was, he, he told me, he was like, he was in, he was in teaching before he needed to make some money. He had a couple kids on the way. And, um, and he, he said with tech, he, he couldn't see the, he couldn't see like the ceiling on it. Right. He, he like, mm-hmm. and that's the way that's basically in 2011, that's how I felt about real estate. That's still how I feel about real estate. Um, Certainly. like there's like, there's really no limit to it. Sure. Um, so, um, so anyway, 
rather than relying on people to say like, hey, we just need to build another single family housing uh, rental track, right? Which is super popular, right? Because mm-hmm. Americans no longer have enough money to buy a home. So rent out their home. Um, it's a very popular investment vehicle. Uh, multifamily rentals, um, like you'll see, you know, on the on the periphery of, of, of Boulder, you know, in Longmont, Superior and whatnot. Those are very unpopular investment um, products for capital market investors and developers. So what we want to do, <laughs> we want to say, hey, instead of like fucking up the earth, you know, and creating more sprawl and just creating more and more commute times and creating more and more economic division, because essentially, you know, all the housing, right, for in in the, you know, in, in Louisville and Superior and whatnot, I'm just using Boulder as an example, mm-hmm. um, you know, is designed for the people who are, you know, working and maintaining Boulder, you know, um, instead of instead of doing that, like instead of just doing another, you know, generic greenfield uh, multifamily development. Um, hey, how about we uh, densify? Um, uh, <laughs> I got my eyes. I would love to I would love to develop um, Table Mesa in Broadway, you know, mm-hmm. put some put some uh, residential of it. It's a transit hub. You could get people they uh, like and make and actually make Table Mesa into a proper uh, pedestrian friendly area instead of like a, um, you know, just like a, a parking lot with the accoutrement, you know? Yeah. It's so, very road based uh, for sure. Yeah. You can't yeah. get anywhere and, without and, right, driving. Boulder. Yeah. Well, like that area well, as well. I mean, it's oh, like the road oh. is crazy. You try to turn it left into the, the shopping center. It's a, it's, it's a bit of a hassle. Yeah. No, it's not a hassle. It's dangerous. You know, people just scream through it. I go, I, I, I and, and, um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, doing it, doing it the right way. And then also like, um, you know, just, uh, really in, informing people of, of what's, of what's going on. I don't, uh, like, I, I can't see how people countenance it, you know, like they just put up with it. Um, it's, it's, sure. it's wrong, you know? I hear you. Um, and it, and it's not, it's, it's, it's non-scientific too. Um, you know, the way that, that the development patterns and, and, um, and the actual, um, you know, what's actually happening in the ground in the U.S., but in Boulder, which should be a climate capital, is is completely retrogressive. You know, uh, single single occupancy vehicles are still way the hell up. I'm totally. still like my bike is always so lonely on bike racks. Um, they've built up this amazing bike infrastructure. The bike lanes are constantly um, empty. Uh, tr- traffic fatalities are up. It's like like people, people need to stop doing this incremental stuff and it can't be sponsored by, you know, by big oil and gas and, and, um, and Excel, you cool, know, man. like, yeah. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing all your thoughts about that. It really means a lot. I have to go back and think about that more. And then you definitely connect with a lot of the people I've had on the podcast in the past, but before we end, I really want to get a chance to talk to you about something that you mentioned a couple of times and you call it you. So you call yourself the father of modern minimalism. You said that you, you had, you had some like Netflix special that you were on. And uh, so obviously I'm one of your children, it would appear. So I wanted to, I want to hear you talk about this a little bit. Tell me what's minimalism. Why, why is it appealing to you? Why do you call yourself the father? All that stuff. Well, I mean, first of all, I'm, I'm like, I'm pretty antithetical or like I I'm opposed to, to, to labels and, 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 and I'm kind of grossed out to be honest. I love with that you. response. I love that response. Um, you know, like a lot of the, the labels that, that if people have affixed to me, minimalist Yimby, um, Yimby. Yeah. Yimby. Uh, yes. In my backyard. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> it's funny. You had like, uh, Eric Budd and, uh, all those guys, um, on, on, you don't know that term. Um, yeah, it, 
no, it's a, it's it's basically the um, you know sort of ostensible. It's it's a controversial movement about in, um, uh, deregulation or upzoning for the in you know in, interest of creating more uh, affordable housing, mostly in in urban centers. Uh, okay. Which which um, so uh, uh, I try to move away from <laughs> from uh, from from labels because it just it just um, you know like. You go over, I've got like 10 pair of running shoes, right? I'm a runner. <laughs> um, you know, like if, 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 if like I'm sort of a, a, a zealot of minimalism, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to feel tweaked out about that, except I, I also live in like 150 square feet and like, you know, my, my footprint on everything is, you know, is, is negligible, but I just happen to like running shoes, you know, <laughs> um, yeah. but, uh, but, but be as may, um, so backtrack and, and, you know, and minimalism and some, just to be very clear is like, you know, uh, you know, in some way, shape, or form, is is it, it's part of a continuum of, of of thought that's been around since time immemorial, right? So, um, uh, but but I think in terms of its recent popularity, which is like evidenced by you know like the Netflix thing, and I think it was just the general trend towards, um, especially with like millennials starting to question whether they wanted the big house and all that stuff, and you know, and, and now you see like all this kind of, you know, hyper commodified version of it with the sprinter bands and like, you know, very, you know, pared down life. Um, um, but in 2009, I was on the cover of, uh, <laughs> I was on the cover of the New York Times real estate section. And, um, and I just basically, talk, I was, I, I've done, you know, like I said, I've lived in 38 different uh, living environments. And at the time I was living in a semi dilapidated, um, uh, townhouse in Brooklyn Heights, which is a very fancy neighborhood. And I, <laughs> this, this would be a theme for me. It was, th- was that I've always, I've always um, taken on bizarre living situations to be in the right neighborhood. Um, mm-hmm. uh, because I, because my life doesn't necessarily center in my house. It's like where I go to sleep, you know, it's like, it's where I shit and piss and like, you know, and a few other things, but it's like, you know, but, but my life is, and, and I think this is, this is again, something that's you know, probably inherited a lot from my father. My life is, my life is civic life, really. It's out, it's out in my work. It's out in the public. Uh, you know, I'm a runner. It's, uh, it's out, it's out in nature. Uh, my house is, uh, you know, and if I have to like upkeep my house and, um, uh, then, and I have to take care of my house and I have to work to pay for it, then it's, a uh, you know, then it's, um, then it's really cutting into my, my quality of life. So, I forget, I forget what my exact quote was in the, in the New York times, but it was something on the order of, um, on the order of, uh, I was living in this very stripped down existence and, you know, looking at what are the, what are the things that I need to be happy, you know, and in this hyper commodified world of ours, you know, where everything is seen through a lens of social media or some sort of hashtag, like people, people don't like they, they've lost sensitivity to what actually works for them, you know, and what they really need. You know, people like I, I've heard this all the time because of the, you know, the Fed is just basically they're like the Fed's just said, hey, we're going to we're going to we're going to we're going to we're just going to keep on running this line of credit indefinitely. That's essentially what it's saying. And, and the sure. whole world is following. It's like, hey, America's doing it. So let's do it. So um, and, and 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 why are we doing it? After the, you know, I thought like the COVID lockdown, it would give us some pause, like, you know, stop, you know, start thinking about like our Amazon lifestyle and all this stuff. People seem to have doubled down on it. You know, consumer spending, consumer spending is back up. You know, I thought that like, you know, shutting down the supply chains would, 
would you know reduce um, you know uh, 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 consumerism, but it's but it but it's but there's no there's like no reflection. Um, so um, wait, so uh, yeah, so and, 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 no, 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 and, 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 and yeah, yeah, no, no, and 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 like with um, with housing. You know, uh, people with the Fed, I was saying, you know, people are upgrading their houses, like everyone's, you know, upgrading their houses, like, oh, yeah, because, you know, a lot of that because, yeah, you're a realtor. I mean, like, and uh, I mean, you're going to like, there's always going to be something to sell in Boulder. Don't worry. You know, and, and I'm what not I, worried it, about my it, career at all. I'm worried yeah. about the whole world calling the shit as we've been talking about today and i think 100 more, more right right more and more people realize that what's most important in life is the racial relationships you have with others and your involvement in the community they'll start taking care of themselves instead of focusing on consumerism and being depressed in their three thousand square foot house and, and, and the planet and food you know and mm -hmm. like and 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 um and 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 those to my mind are the things that you know need an education you know like i i think this is all an education people if people understood the science they wouldn't be so proud of themselves for getting that tesla as like you know as their as their their thing you know it's like oh <laughs> check you know I, I took care of the environment i got a tesla and oh i got some pvs on my you know my six thousand square foot house like it's not nearly sufficient it's not nearly enough like at this point we need all hands on on deck and you know so so the, the minimalism thing um <laughs> uh um, you know, I, I had this thing in, in the New York Times and, you know, a couple of years later I was working, um, I was working alongside this dude, um, Graham Hill, uh, who again was, uh, and he has like a couple of TED talks and we worked together at this site that he started tree hugger. Um, and, uh, and then I started up the blog for this company life edited. And I think it was pretty influential. Um, you know, for about four years, I was keeping a, a newsletter and talking about trends and, um, actually looking at happiness studies and positive psychology uh, and all this stuff and, and, and actually really looking at the impacts of um, consumerism, both uh, obviously on a planetary level, which is, you know, consumer culture. I think it's, I think it's you know, consumer goods are essentially responsible for like 70% of all GHG emissions and, and, right. and, and our larger inner housing um, what and our, and our housing is basically like, I, and I think it's it, it, it's it's all connected because you know we get these bigger houses and then we fill them up with 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 um you know with shit right, um so and our housing is obviously another another place where we can make so much progress in terms of uh, reducing our you know our, our the human uh, footprint, um but uh wait a minute uh, so wait a minute consumer goods. <laughs> um, oh yeah. So minimalism. So we, we were at life edited. Yeah. And, 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 um, and then from there, like the, you know, I think the minimalism thing really took off. Um, and, and, you know, a couple, uh, exponents, the, the minimalists, um, who, uh, you know, these dudes, uh, who, who made the movie on Netflix and, uh, you know, and I, I think it, I think it actually, made an impact on on the discourse like how people orient themselves i don't think it, it, it went didn't go nearly enough it's um, getting there man well i mean i thought it it just it just but it lacks all these people it's like it's it, everything becomes so um it becomes commodified you know and i have different like i i think the the minimalist guys are kind of their 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 message is is hollow now it's like it, it can't just be about removing stuff we have to really talk about 
what are what are we doing in the absence of of false motives uh, around, you know, and essentially a lot of it has to do with like proving our our, our power and our worth through through um, through our, through ac- uh, accumulation, accumulation of capital, accumulation of of real estate, uh, and and not finding power from within. You know, uh, well, what I'd like to say is what I've found from willingly removing stuff from my life is that it's brought great clarity to me and I'd be able to reorient myself towards things that I think are more virtuous or bring more value into my life. So I don't think it ends with just stripping yourself down and having nothing. I think you really are kind of reborn when you strip all this conditioning that society has had that you need to get the Tesla, you need to have the big house, you need to have the big car. Once you strip yourself away from all these materialistic things and you go back to who am I and what am I here to do? That's when your big revelations start happening. That's when you actually start feeling like, oh my God, I know exactly what I should be doing because I'm not distracted by all this, like you called shit piling up in my garage or my mind, even more importantly, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, a hundred percent. And, and, and the, and the just the ambient amount of attention that most people pay attention, you know, uh, pay to their to their house, to their car, it's meaningless. you know, to their to their well, it's like, yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's um, it actually it's vampiric, right? It, it totally. actually sucks because then you know, like, oh, what am I doing besides maintaining my house? And you know, and and unfortunately, again, like um, the way that 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 housing is being developed nowadays, it's actually being built crappier you know, with cheaper, um, you know, cheaper materials and stuff like that. So people can work more on their houses, you know, and, 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 you know, and this is like a classic example is like the, the lawn, you know, <laughs> like you know, people don't, people, first of all, they don't statistically use them. I happen to know that um, based on some research so bad, and, man. and, and then, and then, you know, it's just like to, you know, keep toxic chemical companies and, and, you know, lawnmower companies in, in business and, uh, I'm just so deeply concerned about the amount of fresh water that we've been wasting for decades. Water watering lawns is just crazy to me. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, potable water. Yeah, to 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 you know to the, to maintain a, a status symbol. The most valuable resource in the world. Literally, I'm walking down the street a couple of days ago, just being sprayed out for aesthetics. Now, the, people don't think about this stuff, and now now that I see it, it blows my mind. But um, right. yeah, man, it's, it's been really great talking to you today. I just wanted to ask you what advice you have for like young people coming up during this current state of affairs where everything's kind of like, you know, fucked. So like, how can we unfuck it? What, how can the young people really get involved and help out? Um, boy, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm, we, you know, we, we, we obviously don't, don't have time to touch on it, but like, I, you know, I come from, uh, you know, I believe in, uh, I believe in like a concept of God, you know, and, and, um, and, and, and we'll I talk after right, the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I believe in, I believe in right and wrong, you know, mm-hmm. and like, I believe harming the earth is wrong, you know? Um, and I believe, I believe colluding with systems that uh, keep people homeless in system, you know, like when I walk into a restaurant and everyone who's in there is white and everyone behind the counter is Brown or poor, you know? Um, so, uh, I think my big thing for, for young people is like, stop believing the bullshit. The government's going to do it. They don't fucking, they, 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 they're, they're, they're at odds in generally speaking with, with the planet and with people. It's a very thin crust, uh, that's, that's mostly interested in, uh, 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 protecting other crust members. Um, so, uh, 
so it's really about personal responsibility and it's about um you know uh you know doing things like bedrooms are for people like really fighting um to you know to to not let it descend like keeping that conversation and keeping you know keeping uh, aware of the real issues um uh really understand <laughs> uh and then just taking personal responsibility you know like that's the that's the whole thing with this like minimalism or you know whatever the whatever the hashtag of the day is it, it, it or um you know or, or rallying around a political party it, it it's a um it, for a lot of people, it has um, meant a pass on on really understanding um, uh, stuff, and um, and and for young people, like like don't believe don't believe what you hear, like believe what you see. You know, next, like we're, we're you know, if you were around last summer, like if you missed the red skies, you know, mm. open your fucking eyes, you know, and 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 California is going to get so much worse, you know. Um, uh, this, you know, the whole Great Basin is in a massive, massive, uh, you know, essentially west of here. Um, the, 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 the front range is okay right now, but there's a lot of, um, I've heard this number from, from experts that essentially the high water, you know, that we've gotten this spring, um, creates more brush and the extreme temperatures are actually going to increase, um, fire, uh, risk. So, you know, um, to, to my mind, like we're just, we're, it's a, it's a, it's, it's Russian roulette right now. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I don't own a home in Boulder right now. And, you know, Optimistic, kinda, positive advice for the youth, David, something that, something to hype them up, make sure that what can they do to help? Well, it's when, when you, when you start doing, when you start taking action and start taking a stand for, for stuff, like all of a sudden the, the, the anxiety and despair goes away. We mm-hmm. can't do anything about the climate. The, the drivers are it's 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 happening it, it's it's an it's an exorable you know most likely california is going to be a desert um you know it, like within 10 15 years large massive population migrations we can't change i mean we we, we, we can we can do something about it but but th- there are facts on the ground and like standing still and waiting for uh, waiting for government and waiting for our elders to do it. And that was like, you know, that was the thing that happened a couple of years ago. I was like, no one else is going to do it. And, and, and I had this kind of epiphany and I love, I love Greta, right. <laughs> I fucking love Greta. She yeah. just like, she talks truth and she like talks about real numbers and whatnot, but she's a 12 year old or no, no, I don't know. How old she's probably 16 or 17 now. Now. Yeah. She's 16 or 17 or something like that. Swedish, you know, like why is she getting all the, I mean, can I get some airplay too? I'm a 45 year old male, you know, who's like one of the top technicians in terms of applied innovation. And I have a whole team ready to, to roll out, um, you know, essentially a, you know, a, a, um, a response to uh, what I think is a, you know, un, uh, unequivocal climate emergency. And, and, and the media still wants to say, Hey, you know, we don't have solutions or, um, you know, or there's going to be too much kickback from, there's going to be too much pushback, uh, you know, with the rezoning, for example, which I believe absolutely need to do uh, in Boulder, for example. Um, uh, and, and, and I could, you know, I could parse this out for various regions. It's, it's, it's all region by region, but in Boulder, it's like, it's, it's set up, it's just like, it's just more haves and have nots. You know, what, the sales price has gone up. Um, <laughs> average, average hit a million in May. It's, it's not uh, it's April, up, actually. It's, no, it's 1.5 now, man, I think. And it was, it was, it was uh, 800 before. So sales for the month of April, the average price was a million dollars in Boulder. Okay. All right. So I, 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 I show 1.52. 
but uh but okay. uh, yeah i mean uh, well i mean it's from the mls yeah but like i mean but but also sales price versus asking price because everything's going way over asking you know mm-hmm. um uh, i mean it's crazy and and in may of two, uh, 2020 it was 872 you know and that's acceptable that's acceptable it's a wild real estate market man but um, I think what you're meaning to say is that individual action is powerful. If, if we, you, we get together and we all take a stand, uh, we don't need to wait for the government. We can get out there and get, do action on the ground and we can make this stuff happen. We can save ourselves from a fully apocalyptic scenario. Well, here, yeah, here's another thing, like get into the, you know, get, I mean, here's like the, the Yimby, you know, and like a lot of the activists don't want to get into the trades, you know. I'm, I'm in the trade, you know, I'm, I'm in the real estate development world. Um, mm-hmm. you know, go, go work for <laughs> real estate developers. Like so many people have all these great opinions, but like, you know, there's a ton of people we need carpenters and like, you know, and support, um, support people who are doing good stuff in in real estate. And, um, it just, yeah, it's all about personal, um, really just, uh, um, personal choice. And, 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 you know, and honestly, like, Go to the mid. Yeah, go to the. We're talking about the Great Lakes. There's going to be, there's going to be climate migrations. Mm-hmm. You know, so go north. <laughs> They're coming. Go north, but uh, but try and help help everybody else out. Cool, man. But well, in the meantime, been- yeah, I'll just do a little sales pitch. Um, just go you know, it. change change order dot group, and we're looking for. Um, I mean, here's the thing: like, we are trying to change the system. That's in the. It's in the name. And we're trying to give people good options. You know, when you go to, you know, you go to uh, my buddy, Mike, you know, he talks about all the time, but like in Germany, you know, they have social housing set up in Vienna, 80% of the house, you know, um, people live in social housing and, and these are not like, and they're people of all different classes and they, you know, and they, and they mix together and, it, and it, <laughs> um, like real estate doesn't have to be this bad. Like American real estate is so, so awful. And it just doesn't need to be. So if, um, you know, if, if you're a developer investor or anything like that, we're, you know, we're, 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 we're itching to, you know, to get into it and, and really design a uh, science-based um, uh, and uh, just doing, just doing it the right way. Like there's, there, there's so many things that can be done to, to create more equitable, sustainable society. And um, we just, just, just need um, someone who's uh, willing to, to go a little bit uh, against the grain. These are, you know, uh, so that's uh uh, that's that, that that's the pitch. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, you're. I'm 100 certain you're gonna get them, man. And I'm gonna help support you for doing that. And I appreciate you for coming on the show a lot, man. It's been great talking to you. And I'm more than happy to talk to anyone else from from Change Order Group on the show at any point. Word. Thanks for having me, Ethan. Man, my pleasure. All right, everybody. Hope you have a great weekend. And uh, we need your help. So get out there and do some do some good work for us. Because as you can see, me and him are both kind of freaking out about the situation. So we could use all the help we can get. So everybody, take it easy. Peace. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Changing the Climate, the official podcast of Climate Change Realty. If you are very passionate about these issues and you know anyone considering buying or selling a home anywhere in the USA, then please visit ccrboulder.com today.